Aya and welcome to the All Over the Place podcast. I'm your host and pilot, Mashika Dixon. I want you to think of me as your pilot solely because I plan to take you all over the place. I plan for you to fly with me on this messy but organized ride on some really cool adventures. We're going to be talking about a bunch of things. We're going to be talking about things that affect us as black people, things that affect us as Jamaicans, things that affect us as young people. We're going to be talking about so this episode really is just for you guys to get to know me and understand me a little bit more so you can see okay wherever she's going i probably want to go with her here and there maybe not every episode and that's okay because you know not everything is for everybody but at least for most episodes so come along with me and let's go to see what this world has for you and for me um please do not do not flag me for that copyright. <laughs> I don't know where that I don't know where that came from. Um, that's from Zach and Cody, or I think um, Sweet Life on Deck. I'm so sorry, but yeah. Essentially, let's let's get into it. Great. So, first question that we have is: Can you swim? No, I cannot swim. I'm not able to swim. I'm not a swimmer. I can float. I can float though, if that counts for anything. I can float, but I cannot swim. And I hate to be that person that helps to personify or helps helps to add to the stereotype that black people cannot swim or do not swim, but I just can't. And I've been trying to learn from I've been 10 years old and I'm now 22 and I'm still unable to swim. But it's not my fault, okay? Maybe I didn't have a good enough teacher, but I try. Um, what Jamaican foods do you think are overrated? Oh my God. So this question is based off a conversation that I had with somebody. And I was saying that a lot of people get upset when I tell them that I don't eat certain food that are like Jamaican, um, what's the word now? Jamaican delicacies. I am going to say this answer solely based off the reaction that I get from people and they tend to say to me, oh, half of your life is gone and that essentially means that I am not experiencing life to the fullest based on the fact that I do not eat this one thing. So I'm going to say Aki. Aki is overrated because you guys get your panties and briefs and boxes in a bunch simply because I don't eat Aki. And then they ask a bunch of questions like, have you tried to eat it this way? Have you tried to eat it with this? Yes, I've tried to eat it more than once and it just doesn't go well with my tongue. So, Aki, I don't, I don't care who comes for me and who tries to flame me, Aki. Um, when was the last time that I went to the beach? It's so sad that I live in Jamaica and I have not gone to the beach or river in forever. Maybe the last time was maybe like three years ago or so i haven't been to the beach and or river in forever and that's really sad but every time i try to make it there i have a bunch of other things doing or i don't have that disposable income to be spending on that type of environment you get what i'm saying so sadly not 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 a very long time sadly um what's my favorite song right now who my favorite song right now um probably any lizzo so probably like temple by lizzo or juice or soulmate or yeah 
probably any song by Lizzo, just like loving yourself, loving upon yourself, stuff like that. She does an amazing job at trying to preach that. So yeah, probably any Lizzo song. But then I really love all of Sam Smith's songs. He just mm, encompasses what it's like to be just such an emotional person, which is me. I'm a very emotional person, but then I'm also very gangster. So you can get either one I give you. Um, next question. What got you interested in Japanese culture and language? Ooh, do you see how all, all over the place these questions are? Yes. Um, what got me interested in Japanese culture? Anime. Anime got me interested. Specifically, um, Dragon Ball Z. Because I was not around when Dragon Ball was the end thing. Because that was like pretty old. And I'm just 22. But yeah having to watch anime on tv um because that was what was afforded to us especially in the area that i lived i didn't have cable growing up so i watched whatever it is that the local programs were giving out that's tvj and cbm so i watched that um but then i got more into it because my older brother which is my closest sibling in age he watched a lot of anime and I didn't have anything to do or anyone else to talk to so I would just sit around him and just watch animes as well and that really was like the <clears throat> how do I say this now that really was my intro to all of that because not only did but not only was I forced to learn the language because he watched most of the things in subtitles which is um a choice because you can watch some of them in dub which is a redo in english so they would have it translated but he decided to watch the subtitles which they would have the voices of the characters in japanese but then have the subtitles of the translation in english on the screen and i was forced to read in english but i was hearing in japanese and that got me really interested to know that there was another language that sounds as cool as it sounds with these characters and i just got really interested in learning it in um learning their culture i saw their culture through the different anime the different characters the different this and that and yeah i got really interested in it all so much so that i tried to study um japanese when i went to university but some things happened and i only got to do the first year but i do plan to continue on with it at some point in time either when i travel to japan or at school but some way somehow it's getting done or i might even try to finish it online who knows um another question what or who first got you inspired to take part in outreach programs huh outreach programs i grew up in a church i grew up christian so um church would be that very first foundation for most of my personality and most of the things that i tend to take part in so yeah i i guess church would be that answer church would be that what that inspired me to take part in outreach programs because church in and of itself kind of acts like an outreach program sometimes and um it introduced me to the idea of doing something for somebody else and only expecting in return the good feeling that you get that you can have a high alpha for days to say that oh this this was an amazing thing i helped this person in this way or this person helped or allowed me to help them in this way and um it's a great feeling so i've continued to do that um another follow-up question to that is have you ever thought of starting your own 
program i have thought about programs i've also thought about starting them however i have not found that in my calling yet so i won't rush it um i thought of a lot of different programs and what they're aimed for and i don't want to just create another one of this or another one of that um not saying that i want it to be unique because i'm not trying to invent the wheel however i do want it to be something that has its own place and is something that is needed not not just another um youth program and not just another disability program or something but something that has a real need a real market a real place that people want to put themselves into that people want to invest into and that people who need it can get invested in and invested from so i have thought about it but i haven't i haven't done anything about it so okay these are kind of three heavy questions and but i'm i'm gonna go there um what are your thoughts on the petition to rename lady musgrave road okay so in jamaica where we've been having a lot of petitions we've been having a lot of discussions around our colonial background and the colonial statue and the colonial streets and names and so on and so forth of our parishes of our roads of our country in and of itself um and it's great i love that we're having this conversation i love it love it love it love it do i necessarily care about renaming the road um not necessarily i i don't care for it to be renamed i don't care if it is renamed um i just love that we're having the conversation and this conversation will bring about other conversations because i personally did not know that the name of the road um was because a rich white woman didn't want to drive on the road of a rich black man i did not know that that was the case um however seeing that that is the case what else has been um done in this light and fashion what other name of our parish what other name of a road what other name of a building has this connotation and this history attached to it that's the conversation that i want to have i want to have meaningful conversations that enlighten and that really teach so that when something is changed when something does happen we understand why and we have a significant impact in it being changed i'm not sure if lady musgrave road will have such a significant impact in it being changed but i can probably say that it will introduce um an avenue to have more changes like it so when if it is changed then it will spark more conversations um or it will spark more avenues for more things to be changed so i guess that's great in and of itself but um i i personally don't really care if it's changed or not changed um another question what do you think our local creatives should do more to speak up for the rights and experiences of our people through their work wow this is a great question um there's a animator that i watch on youtube he posted on his instagram his name is young god the sauce god that's his um youtube handle and also his instagram handle and he posted that he posted a long time after the whole floyd incident that he didn't know what to say and he tried not to say anything because he thought that everybody else had said what 
could have been said and he just didn't want to be repeating all of that or just adding to it in a very cliche way but he was unable to stay quiet any longer because that man looked like his dad he could grow up to look like that man in the sense of that could be me even though he's a lighter tone of a person that could be him as a black man that's how other people could view him as a black man and he understands his position in the united states because he's a jamaican but he migrated to the u.s and he understands that he's a six foot three black man in a space where people are intimidated by that for no real reason but people are and he didn't want to keep quiet on that but he also said that he doesn't know how to write he, he, he he's not a riot leader he's not a protest leader he's not a looting leader he doesn't know how to do any of that and he doesn't want to necessarily get involved in any of that and i don't really comment on people's instagram post or anything like that i just like and move on but i had to stop and comment and say you are a creative your creator and we need people like you to make magic we need people like you to use your expressive forms of art and help to communicate what we are going through music art drawings painting anything at all that is created from within to express a certain point it does more than just look appealing to the eyes it does more than give an orgasm it helps to educate those it helps to speak for those who are not able to speak or it helps for those who don't know exactly what to say to be able to say something think of a time that you have been sad and think of a song that because you are listening to it you could probably be able to send that song to somebody and say this is how i feel this is exactly how i feel in this moment and maybe it's not just the lyrics it's the instrumental it's the vocals it's how the song has been put together that allows you to be communicated with in such a way that you were unable to communicate yourself and by that you were able to prove to somebody else or say to somebody else this is how i feel and and this is what i want you to understand about how i feel right now which is great which is what artists and creatives should be doing we should be pushing things out there that help to communicate to other people where words cannot so that they can understand that hey this is the case this is what we've been trying to say use art use drawings use animation use paintings use music use books use whatever it is that you do best to communicate certain things use it to communicate to everybody else music is one of the very first languages of the world before we had the spanish and the english and the dutch and the this and the that music was one of those things that communicated to me and to you the same thing we have different languages we have different cultures we have different understandings of certain things however music was that common denominator that bridge that gap that all that allowed us to go yeah okay we get this we're on the same page here so we should we should use more of those avenues so creatives long and short answer is creatives should do more to speak up about the rights that our brothers and sisters all over the world experience the 
injustice, the injustice and the problems that we go through, it doesn't just affect them in the US, it affects us here in Jamaica, it affects people here in France, it affects everybody all over the place. So we're going to be moving away from that really. Um, that problematic but very needed conversation and we're gonna go on to something a little bit more light I have some more questions that are pretty light so we're gonna go there instead no worries no worries but those were conversations that we do need to keep having and we're gonna keep having them but for now I'm gonna answer what's your favorite thing to shop for and why Wow I don't have a favorite thing to shop for because I'm not a I'm not a makeup girl, I'm not a clothes girl, I'm not a shoes girl, I'm not a hair girl, I'm not a dress up like a doll girl. I am not that girl. I I spend most of my money on bills. Which is sad for a 22 year old, but yeah, I spend most of my money on bills. I don't even spend on food. I'm not like a food person either. I'm not a lot of things. <laughs> I don't know where I fit, but I kind of fit a little bit of everywhere. But yeah, I'm not, I, I can't say what I spend most of my money on other than bills. And yeah, that's, I guess that's my favorite thing to shop for. Bills. <laughs> what do you find hilarious that most people don't find funny? I have a very dark humor. So most things in life that people don't find funny is what I find hilarious. And I have to be very careful of that in certain situations because it can come off very, very, very insensitive. And while I don't always mean for it to come off insensitive, it does. So, um, yeah, I try, to, I try to keep that regulated. But I have a dark humor. So most things that people are like, oh my God, his hands are sawed off. That's so sad. I'm like, yeah, but did you see his face when he got sawed off? He made the most funniest expression. And yeah. It's just not taken the same way. Um, another question is, what's my favorite thing to do on the internet? Well, there's so many things to do on the internet. My favorite thing to do on the internet would probably be anything entertaining. So like watching YouTube videos, watching shows, watching stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, stuff that are entertaining, that's my favorite thing to do. Am I a reason? I'm a whole student. I do not like using the internet to research. I do not at all. I would rather sit in a library and read books and like take little notes from the books, but I don't get to do that, especially in this um, coronavirus time. So yeah, I'm using the internet for entertainment, which I mean, what else should you use the internet for, right? Um, what do I spend most of my time doing? Surfing the internet for entertainment. I'm, I'm not even going to try to seem like I'm a whole achieving person or a scholar or no. I spend most of my time doing entertaining stuff on the internet. Which, to be honest, it also teaches me a lot. So while, so while I'll be watching a show, I'll be like in my head breaking down the cultural aspects of the show. I'll be breaking down why, what happened. I'll be paying attention to certain details to say, hey, okay, so she looked at him really weird just now. So she's probably the killer or she's probably in on, on what's happening and stuff like that. So yeah, I pay attention really closely. So I'm not just like watching it to fill my brain with foolishness. I actually watch stuff and I pay attention to a lot of things to learn a lot of things. So I am achieving stuff in life, just you know, on a smaller scale. 
um what event small or large has changed the course of your life the most when i changed my major in university at the end of my first year so growing up for most of my life i wanted to be a lawyer and people would always tell me yeah be a lawyer but their only reason for supporting me to be a lawyer was that i talked a lot and they would say that lawyers talk a lot i didn't get that and i didn't after really growing up and coming into my own skin i didn't like the idea of person just supporting me to become a lawyer because i talk a lot because it's not just talking a lot you talk a lot as a lawyer because you know a lot because you have to read so much and you have to pay attention to every little detail and you have to speak for your case um but i didn't like that connotation with it so i tried to explore other avenues because other than you know talking a lot i didn't really necessarily care for anything else in that world um i got experiences where i didn't like the office setting off being there nine to five i hated it and um i decided to change course and do something else where it would be a little bit more irregular but you know still a worthy worthy career in the eyes of most people especially like corporates and stuff so i was looking into being a journalist um that wasn't fun either and I didn't even get into the school that allowed for that at the University of the West Indies because they're um, somewhat of a break away in the faculty. But I got into the liberal arts program, which would, was essentially just you doing a bunch of stuff or being able to do a bunch of stuff in a specific line or all over the place. I hope you were seeing where I got all this from, this, this tendency to be all over the place. But yeah, so that introduced me to the course cultural. And after doing a course in culture, I realized that I could actually make money from being in this industry and being in this um, part of the human experience. So um, I looked into different degrees that were offered under this same cultural perspective type faculty and I saw something that really spoke to me and it was the entertainment and cultural enterprise management course and I at the end of first year looked up into that saw that I qualified for it and applied to switch my major and I did and that has really changed my life obviously because I am now a little bit more focused on what I'm studying and it has geared me to think of a life plan in a way that I'm actually excited about. So that's great. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's a small and large event that has changed my life. Um, another question. What do I have a hard time taking seriously? Serious things. I have a hard time taking serious things seriously, which is why I laugh at very dark things that people would go, okay, that's not funny, but, and I would be like, uh, but it is. I just have a hard time taking things that should be taken seriously, serious, which is pretty sad, but yeah. Um, what is something that I've heard or read that has stuck with me for a very long time okay i know you're probably thinking that i'm going to go with a quote here um but i'm not so i read 
really weird this one time. I don't remember if I read it on Instagram or just reading a random book and saw it. But it was basically saying that the bottom, the color of a man's bottom lip corresponds with the color that is on the tip of his penis. And I just thought that was really interesting because who's going to go around and sampling all of that to say if that's a fact or not? But yeah, it was really interesting to note. Um, did I go around trying to ask that question? I did. Did I get a concrete answer? I did not, but it really stuck with me as something to think about. So you're welcome on that spectrum. Um, what's the best compliment that someone can receive? Hmm, not give, receive. I personally think that any compliment on your character as a person is a great compliment to get. I'm not one for the physicalities and the uh, physical attributes to say, oh, you're pretty or you have a great nose or your eyes are beautiful. Yeah, I could care less because that's going to fade away. Um, But your personality is going to really be what sticks with you because that's your personality. So I'm really into persons... um, making that be the best that they can be so when somebody compliments your personality i think that's the best thing that you can get it it, it's it's great to know that the thing that you can control which really is your personality how you come off to people and how you um, cultivate yourself is something that is noteworthy and complimentary which is again a great thing to get um What's something that you can do that most people can't? Hmm. Talk? I can talk. I, I, I think I talk a little bit above. I talk well enough above average to make it something that most people can't. Or not as well as other people. Yeah. Or better than other people. Mm. I'm not doing a good job right now of expressing that to you, but you get what I mean, nonetheless, so that's fine. Um, what do I do to calm myself down when I'm angry? I try not to get angry. Most of the time, if I'm angry, it's because I'm hungry. Um, and other than that, if somebody says something that's just like, what did you just say? Like, black lives don't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm, that would get me angry. Um, and I might want to get physical for that too, because like why why would you say that but i try i try to understand that not everybody will have the same reaction and not everybody deserves a reaction from me so i will try to calm down after trying to remember that but most of the times i just let crap go like i'm not one to hold on to things for very long so if i'm upset with you right now and like i go away and come back in like an hour I forget that I was upset with you because like I just I just forgot (laughs) so I let it go you know what I mean unless it was something really bad that I want to hold on to for a little bit longer than that other than that nope um what was the last time that you tried to do something to look cool and it ended up in utter embarrassment hmm well first of all I'm a clown so I'm not doing anything to look cool because I know I'm not cool I I I do every and anything to look like a clone and say and speak like a clone so if you see me um slip on a banana skin first of all i put that banana skin there and second of all i controlled my slip so who's really winning right like obviously me you know 
with a head concussion and all obviously obviously me that's not even a contest okay last two questions because we need to wrap this up what's the most beautiful view you have ever experienced hmm I have to think about this one. I see a lot of beautiful views all the time. And it's right. I don't have to go anywhere special to get them. Because I'll stand in Spanish Town and God God just decided he's going to paint the sky. And I'm just I just have to stand there in awe. Um or I'll be in Kingston or I'll be all the way in Osiris or I'll be wherever I am. And if God decides to paint the sky, he paints the sky. So that's usually the most beautiful view that I see. It's always when God decides to paint the sky in a bunch of different colors. And I'm just like, okay, you're showing off, but I see you right now, God. Okay, coming through with that paintbrush. Da Vinci. Is it Da Vinci? I think it's Da Vinci. Um... One last question, one last question, one last question, one. I'm trying to choose. I have about four here, but I'm trying to choose the last one of them that I think is something that is noteworthy to talk about. Hmm. Okay, last one. What do you judge people for the most? I don't judge people on purpose i try not to judge them on purpose i say that because we're all humans and we all immediately create some impression of somebody based on what we see which is how they dress or how they talk or how they act we always create our own impression based on that introduction however i always do try to let that person give me themselves first before i try to create any train of thought or try to create any judgment on my own based on you know solely their presence or what their presence gives off so when they start acting when they start moving when they start speaking then that's when i start looking at them to say okay i'm getting this from you i'm getting that from you and then i start to make my own judgments based on obviously my socialization and understanding and what they have brought to the table for me to judge and critique and see if i want to be around or not so yeah it's it's not something that i try to practice though i really do try not to judge people especially even when they do give me something to judge them off of i just try to not concern myself with it so much that i care or that i try to make it a big deal or keep it up in my head to say okay this person is this type of person because of this that they do and you know have a positive or negative judgment of them i just generally try not to care and that's it that really is it so thank you so much for being here for this episode of this podcast it really was just an introductory episode just to have you guys you know rap with me a little bit get to know me some more understand why my brain thinks the way that it does and why it behaves the way that it behaves why i think the way that i think just you know some stuff like that so you can be on my case or be on my side when i speak to whoever i speak to on these podcast episodes so thank you so much for staying with me. I'm your host and pilot, Mishika Dixon, and stay tuned for when I take you somewhere else because this is the All Over the Place podcast. Mm-hmm.